BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Turbocharge your customer experience results with Nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Calm. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yes. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 283, Episode 5 of Dare Daily Zeitgeist! All right, we got some monks. Some chants, Gregorian <laughs> chants in the house. This is still a production of iHeartRadio, and it is still a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Thursday, April 21st, 2023. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. It's Friday. It's Friday. Friday it's Friday, April 21st, 2023. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. They've ruined lives of millions while gaining themselves billions. They're all together villains. The Murdoch family. You've seen them in succession despite legal repression. They represent regression. The Murdoch family. All right. That is courtesy of Rezik on the Discord. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you, thank you so much. I can, I can snap, and that impresses my children and so gotta show it off sometimes snap whistle all the things uh i'm thrilled to be joined by today's very talented co-host producer musician constantly streaming everything everywhere i think he's streaming right now uh because he is that bitch on twitch it's dj daniel goodman don't tell iHeart because they're going to get mad that this episode's being live streamed. <laughs> double stream. As we did the double stream. Get your Don't information a day streams. early. <laughs> you can't cross the streams. That'll you can't cross the streams. Cause the end of the uh, internet. 
it or you'll get sucked off by a ghost. Anyway, happy to be here. A pleasure. Um, yes, I, it's, it's some, the Dan Aykroyd biography. Yeah, exactly. With the crossed eyes and the whatnot. It's yeah. happen. Do I have an AKA today? No, but we are still DJ Daniel, AKA Mr. Steal Your Ariel. And happy to be here with you, Jack. It's a pleasure as always. Mr. As always. Steal Your Ariola? Uh, Ariel. Ariel, it's a Rocket League reference. Got to it. me of stealing course. the ball out of the air from you. Sure. Sure that's it is. For, that's for all my that. heads. That's for all my heads out there. Well, Daniel, we are thrilled yeah. to be joined in our third seat by a classic TDZ guest, oh. a very talented writer, stand-up comedian, podcast that's host right. of the Bechdel cast, mm. which takes down the patriarchy one movie of, at a time. You may have heard of it. Damn. She happens to have a master's degree in film. No big deal. No big deal. Also happens to have the most anagrammable name in the English language. Mm -hmm. So depending on whether you've been given her name in an assortment of disorganized Scrabble tiles, you might know her as Latin dancer UTI, nine-tit Dracula. But in our hearts, she will always be the Durantula. It's Caitlin Durante! What's up? Crowd goes wild. Just just happy to be here. Um, Again, I... Here's the thing. I feel like I've reached critical mass on the anagrams of my name. I never thought it would happen. At least the ones that I've been able to come up with. Yeah. That's right. So I threw a a couple of goodies in there. You don't have to. Thank you. Thank you. But I I feel like I just need to, maybe I need to throw my middle name in there and then unlock even more opportunities. But I, I don't know. That feels like a cheat code. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I think we just leave it where it is, which is yeah. some of the greatest anagrams of all time. <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you so your legacy is untouched. So yeah, truly. Uh, you're just coming back from the East Coast. You are on the West Coast now. How, how are true. you feeling? How are you doing? I am doing well. Uh, yeah, I was just traveling. I moved into a new apartment, and then like three days later, I was like, "Oops, I already had this trip." booked so i had to like leave immediately and like i'm still you know things are in disarray but my apartment's slowly coming together and yeah every I, I, i'm great is it's what great I'm saying. to have you yeah well we are going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment first we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today uh, we're going to talk about that spacex launch mm. that happened yesterday morning where they mm. launched a three billion dollar rocket I believe it exploded on launch, like within minutes. And then they were like, yeah, we meant to do that. (laughs) So we're just going to talk about that and just some theories around how stupid Elon Musk might be. McDonald's is trying to get your data by releasing the Big Mac sauce, which I didn't. Great. Apparently, there was a mystique around the Big Mac sauce at some point. I was not aware of that. I remember this. Yeah, no. It's like the special sauce, and everyone's like, what's in it? I always took that (laughs) as them calling it special, like a self-appointed nickname. Like, they were like, this is our special sauce, and everybody wants to know what's in it. And we're like, no, it's clearly just Thousand Island dressing and mayo. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that is what happened, yeah. But I, I don't know. It apparently, I think it, it's been around since 1968. I think at a certain time, people are like, what is in it? And now it's just been everybody else was able to copy it. 
the second they tried. <laughs> and so yeah. everyone's like, it's not that special. But they're trying to do that. They, they released packets of their special sauce and are uh, saying that all you have to do is sign up for their app to get it. So <laughs> we'll talk about why companies mm. want you to sign up for their app. We might even talk about Netflix shutting down its DVD service and why that actually sucks. All of that. Plenty more. But first, Caitlin, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? Okay, I recently Googled Claire's Ring Watch because I had one as a youth. If you're not sure what a Claire's Ring Watch Mm. is, let me tell you. So Claire's... the store in the mall that has like you know jewelry and accessories for Mm. like tweens mostly um (laughs) but i think (laughs) and uh, sometimes i still go in there and i find something i like uh but this was like the store that i would frequent on any mall trip as a tween and teen just uh, you know regularly and i had at one point so mood rings were really popular for a while. Maybe they oh, yeah. are still or again. I don't know. I'm not I I still don't quite understand Gen Z fashion and I'm like that was something I wore in high school and you're doing it again. Okay. <laughs> so there was this ring that you could buy that was like it was just a miniature watch. Hmm. Like if you picture like a Casio style watch in your head it was like that, and then it was a ring. The size of a ring. Yes. So you would wear it on your finger, and so it was, like, very bulky. <laughs> right. And, like, not a great <laughs> ring, but it, like, was a functional watch. So you could, like, tell the time on your little ring watch. And then the one I had had a little, like, the, the like, the face of the watch had an alien on it because this was back when, like, what? alien imagery was very popular. I want to say circa... Very fire. 1997 98 kind of thing x files yeah 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 and then the and then the alien would change colors depending Ooh. on my mood and it was so accurate <laughs> oh my god it's like the <laughs> swiss <laughs> army knife wow. of trends of what? <laughs> yeah finger wow. watches yeah <laughs> it was you know like psychologically analyzing me it was telling me wow. the time it was making me so my you know my just fingers look so cool like yeah multi you ever put on your middle finger and be like hey could you tell me what time it is to someone you were mad at oh, oh that God, the, that's a good you could do that kind of anytime yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I am looking at the pictures they are i don't know what i expected but they're bulkier you you certainly yeah. can't get away with wearing multiple on the same hand no <laughs> maybe not they are massive they're also shockingly priced at at like what one from from etsy is 13 dollars and 90 cents yeah there's another one you can get for three dollars and 59 cents this seems like a marvel of technology to me i feel like i know and they're (laughs) giving them away yeah what is happening (laughs) i don't remember exactly why i googled it in the in the first place i think i was just like talking to friends and i was like remember those things that we had and then I Googled it to see if you could still buy them. And I honestly might get one, even though I don't wear any, like, finger rings. Yeah. I mean, absolutely go off. <laughs> I, I have to mention, I have to mention at the same time, despite the uh, despite the uh, widely available nature, 
Of course, a company like Fossil had to take advantage and sells a $100 version as well, which seems but that extravagant. that seems like what that, I trust that more than a $5 version for some reason. Uh, My inner dumb I capitalist mean... is like, well, it must work better because <laughs> where'd all that money go? I, I certainly don't blame you for the trust element, but just in terms of the actual electronics needed to make this happen or the mechanics, $100 seems a little steep. I agree. A little steep. Especially if you can find one for three dollars elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Claire's the Claire's website, Claire's dot com, mm-hmm. sells it for five pound. There we go. So it, I don't think it, you it's apparently not available can. In- it's not available in the U.S. So sh- shipping is going to be a real bitch on that one. But mm-hmm. that's a it's a good look. I did not encounter it. It was after my time, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was there for mood rings, and I remember mood rings being a thing. My parents were like that shit again. Because I think it was like popular when they were kids, also. That's funny. Yeah. You were going into Claire's all the time. It's just that they hadn't it did they different fashions yet. <laughs> it was early <laughs> Claire's. You know, yeah. it wasn't, they weren't there. It was more jelly bracelets and of yeah, course. just other. And getting your ears pierced. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. telling my mom I was going to get my ears pierced and then running out crying <laughs> because I was too scared. <laughs> what is something, Caitlin, you think is overrated? So I don't know how much Mario is still in the conversation that the zeitgeist. That's all we're talking about right now. Okay, right? So. Like I saw the movie mm-hmm. the other day. I had oh, a great did? time. Yeah, of course. Good. Was that surprising? It's <laughs> not surprising <laughs> that you saw it. I'm just excited that you saw it and can report back because oh. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to take my kids to see it. I think they'll probably God, be able to make it through. And mm. yeah, but I, I'm. Glad to get get a good review. You did recommend one of a movie they really enjoyed. They haven't asked to rewatch it, but Paddington Two oh. off your off the strength of your recommendation. That was like I mean. the one of the first movies I showed them when they got interested in movies. So, oh my gosh, I feel yeah. honored and just just sneak it in again, maybe like a year or two down the <laughs> yeah. road, and then I think they'll be old enough that they're like, "This is the best movie ever made." Yeah, I think what happened Never. was that. I just showed them one of the best movies ever made. And then they were like, okay, so this is what movies are. No big whoop. And now Mm -hmm. I need to show it to them again after they've seen both Sonic and Sonic 2. Exactly. Sonic 2, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. (laughs) I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That, that I'm returning the favor. You don't have to see Sonic 2. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But Mario so, looks fun. And Mario it is. and I had fun. It's not going to revolutionize cinema, but I had a fun time as I was watching it. But both my overrated and underrated items for today are Mario-related. Okay. Um, mm. What I think is overrated is Smash Brothers. People wow, okay. are like, oh, wow. do you want to play Smash Let's just, and it's just like, for what? <laughs> what are we doing? What's the objective? There's no skill involved. It. I don't like button mash games like oh, that. Man. I find okay. it very frustrating. I want mm-hmm. some skill. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just that I lose every time and I'm bad at it. And that's why I don't like it. <laughs> but I find it a very frustrating game. Super button not mash brothers. That. It is an incredibly frustrating game that I too have never been good at ever as an avid lifelong gamer. Yeah. Never good at Smash was never my forte, though I do recognize that there are people who are 
quite good at it. And yeah. I feel like they're the ones that always want to play. Yes. Because it's like, hey, let's do this thing that I'm exceptionally good at. It's like, I don't okay. It's like, congratulations for finding the one thing in the entire world that you're good at, which is Smash. <laughs> but don't bring me into it. <laughs> you're sick, I feel like there's, you're sick, there's a similar quest. vibe with Mario Kart as well. Like anybody who's played Mario Kart from like every version, they're like, hey, let's just play some Mario Kart. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, of course, I remember, you know, Mario Kart 64. Maybe you played a little Double Dash. Like, oh, I remember that from my childhood. And then someone just like busts out the pro switch controller and is like, oh, well, you're toasted. And it's like, I thought I just wanted to drive around. I didn't know it was yeah. going to be a whole thing. What about yeah. jacks? What about marbles? Right? That's what I <laughs> invite people to play when they come over to my bust house. Out, <laughs> bust out the Moncala board. What happened to that? <laughs> come on. I'm trying to move some pieces of glass around. <laughs> That's what your underage is, right? I didn't, I didn't mean to jump on your underage. Sorry, but it was yeah, clearly exactly. jacks that. and uh, marbles, right? All right. What it what is your okay. oh sure 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 um it is Super Mario Brothers the movie from 1993. Okay. Ooh. Here's the thing. It is it has okay. a horrible reputation. People are like it is one of the worst movies ever made. We we recently did an episode on it on the Bechtel cast, and I got a chance to rewatch it, and I was like, oh, it's what why why do people think this is so terrible? Like, sure, it's not again going to revolutionize cinema but maybe not it is so fun it's funny you've got john Log leguizamo and bob hoskins and a bunch of other fun side characters it's i would is put Dennis it in the Hopper same in that? he is and he plays koopa the villain right <laughs> yeah that's a lot that is a lot of All -star intensity task. for children Right. Maybe it just missed its like I my impression of that, and I've never seen it, but my impression of it is always that it did seem seem like it aimed to revolutionize cinema a little. Like it went mm -hmm. like in a weird direction. So weird. It's yeah. very bizarre. But I would put it in the same camp as like the live action Ninja Turtles movies of the nineties or like uh, the yeah. Power Rangers movie. It's okay. like in it's oh, the, the same quality and vibe. Yeah. So it's goofy. The camp camp. It's, it's exact. The camp camp. Yeah. Did you just come up with that? I did. I loved it. Thank wow. you. I appreciate that. This is big. This has been a big show for me. We can, we can end it early, guys. <laughs> yeah. See you later. So yeah, Mario's, Mario 1993 is a boatload of fun. Did it presage 9-11? Is I I'm told the twin towers disappear in it. Um, oh, you know what? And also I was a not... small chunk of the Pentagon just disappeared. Wow, just like a small. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> I know that they're digging for dinosaur bones in Lower Manhattan at some point. Mm. I don't know if it's where the two towers are supposed to be. The twin towers? What is two mm -hmm. towers? That's a Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, <laughs> I, also, Presage 9 11. Everything was telling us. I don't, I don't know how we missed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eisengarden I, I, that, to answer your question, Jack, I'm not sure. It wasn't something that struck you <laughs> while you were watching it. <laughs> no, I was not paying attention. I guess I don't always pay attention to the intricacies of a New York skyline <laughs> in the movies I'm watching. Right. The fact. Yeah. That Hoskins, they took two huge switches. Hoskins was the lead in Who Framed Roger Rabbit yeah. and the Mario Brothers movie. Like, mm -hmm. tr truly, like, w 
what was happening in the like i i'm i'm here for it i love it but like just i if you ever want to be like we are not the same like you (laughs) people who grow up in today's era and people who grew up at that time we are not the same this was our leading man for the mario brothers movie Yours is a cartoon, and they still had to get, like, a ripped, jacked yeah. guy named Chris <laughs> who golfs with his pastor. We yeah. were just we were just down to have schlubby dudes be the leads and stuff. And honestly, relatable. We need more schlubby-looking people Completely as agree. the leads in, 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 in things in general. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I always talk about this, but there's this like Raisin Bran commercial from the early 80s that I like when I was making my old YouTube show, The Spit Take, I I happened upon. And it's like the the premise is like the Bran Flakes and the Raisins are personified by a singing group. And the singing group, it all happened to be men who look like Bob Hoskins. (laughs) (laughs) I guess they just like, they were like, oh, I, I know a singing group. It's like this acapella group of police, retired police sergeants or something. Because that, and it's just, mm-hmm. what a time to be alive. Just all Media hairy, Media used to be men. so great. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. what is it? Yeah. <laughs> and now what? <laughs> you know, also, speaking of the uh, Mario movie, do you think it would have... I mean, I think we look at it now, and I think, Caitlin, I think you're looking at it. The long look is very correct. It's like, what's so bad about that movie? Mm-hmm. Would it have been received better if it was the gritty reboot to the Mario movie we have now? Like, if we were able to have that movie after the existence of mm-hmm. a already, you know, Mar- like, enough Mario-like movie that people are like, we have that part covered. Now we need, give me the grit. Mm. Give me the, give me the Blade Runner X Mario. Yeah, I'd, right. I'd imagine better. so. Mm. And I think one of the reasons it was received so poorly at the time is that, and, like, the people who wrote the script and directed the movie, like, will be the first to admit this, I think, but... It kind of has nothing to do with Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Like there is some vague iconography from the like established brand of Mario in this movie, but like barely any. And there's also some like familiar characters and, and just like things like Mario and Luigi are plumbers. But the so the conceit of the movie was like, Mar or like Nintendo was like the Mario brand is so strong that we don't even need the Mario movie to it can be whatever like we don't even really care and like sure take some creative liberties with it because our brand is so strong that it's not going to affect anything so the filmmakers made some really wild swings right with like the story and the characters like Toad is this like punk guy but who's also like playing acoustic guitar and playing harmonica and like just like weird toad is a hunk (laughs) yeah and the the goombas in this movie are not the little mushroom guys that hop around they are reptilian people with tiny Mm -hmm. heads Mm -hmm. and (laughs) So they're Mother more like coats. the ba- like Koopa 
is the turtle guy, right? And then there's Bowser, who's also yeah. a turtle. And then, so, but Koopa in this version is a dinosaur. And it's just like, they just took really wild creative choices. And mm-hmm. I think people were just like, what? This isn't the Mario that I know and love. <laughs> Yeah. I hate it. So I think that's why everyone <laughs> thought it was so bad, just because it wasn't, it deviated too far from the source material. Yeah. But if you're able to like separate yourself from that and you're just watching it, knowing that As it's a like yeah. a goofy 90s kids ish movie, a goofy movie. It's an yeah. extremely yeah. goofy movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of early comic book movies and video game movies were directed like by people who were embarrassed to be directing them. And that was like Mm. the primary thing (laughs) that you you need to understand going into those movies is like, like, well, this is fucking stupid, right? We can all agree this is stupid. So I'm just going to crank this out and be done with it. Mm hmm. Or I'm going to make it completely different and an adult movie yes. that, that would scare teenagers. <laughs> yeah. I think we are nearing the time when video game movies will be taken fully seriously. I think, I think oh, yeah. we're, we're getting close to that. Well, oh, and I think the Mario movies uh, is there. Yeah. Now we take whoever won the Palme d'Or and we're like, you get the next <laughs> Jurassic Park movie. And they're like, thank you, sir. Uh, yes, daddy, please. <laughs> exactly. Here's a sliver yeah. of the MC. So I, I don't think that's a problem anymore, but I do think no, it's fair. like lost on people. I think people are like, why did they make it so shitty? It's mm. like, because they were adults and they were embarrassed and everything <laughs> was was about being an adult back then. Like there yeah, was, a, exactly. it was a different time. Mm. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the ultimate adult, Elon Musk. We'll be right back. <laughs> BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. 
Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com slash deals. That's Alienware.com slash deals. The future of customer experience is here and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. And we're back. And let's talk about SpaceX. Let's talk about Elon Musk. So their Starship rocket, they they successfully launched the largest, heaviest rocket ever launched. It really looked like it was like groaning as it was like getting off the ground. It truly (laughs) launched it all right. Yeah, it it looked heavy as it was launching and it immediately blew up. And so the immediate spin that came off of this was that SpaceX knew that the test flight might fail. Mm -hmm. Employees even cheered as the fucking thing blew up. (laughs) And I think a lot of people were like, well, maybe that's just the best you can hope for when you work for Elon Musk. But it felt like very culty to me. Like the thing, a $3 billion spaceship explodes. And they're all like, yay! We're all so yeah. happy here, even when things don't go according to plan. We've programmed all <laughs> negative emotions out. We're just like, I'm just psyched to be here. I'm psyched you're here with me. We think you're going right. to love our leader. Have right. you met him? Have you met Elon? Yeah. It's very much you win some, you learn some. Yes. As they say. Yes. Yeah. But and and also the other little detail that everyone's putting out is like the major components are designed to be reused. So this is no problem. Right. But like they, there's no details on or or like footage of the things that exploded, like safely landing back on Earth. <laughs> and in fact, there is. De- it's usually there, not what happens. Well, yeah, that's what. Say, well, like, they usually that, explode and then disintegrate and spread all over the place. As a matter of fact, like the major <laughs> components being designed to be reused doesn't seem to apply here. But no. that is like something that they're like, yeah, no, it's actually no big deal. You know, this is reusable. We knew it was going to probably explode. It was three billion dollars, but that's actually not a big deal to us. It's not a big deal. The components can't be indestructible. Like. I don't know. Right. Otherwise, it wouldn't have exploded. Right. <laughs> right. It's a really right. good point. <laughs> I also want to know. I mean, I, I have to. I have to. I got to read into this a little bit more. But I know that you know the two major parts were the actual shuttle itself, and then the Falcon Heavy, which is what's lifting it up off the ground. Yes. And that thing d- doesn't usually explode. But if both parts exploded, I mean, like, yeah, I don't think you're getting any of that back unless it detached and then that part exploded. But right. Not, OK, maybe it was like a thing sure. that had already been detached, but it was four maybe. minutes. It wasn't that much time yeah. after no, it was launch. Not. It wasn't. No. 
didn't seem like much went according to plan. There's also like footage from the ground and like pieces of debris are just like flying off and like destroying cars that are there. I'm sure if anyone got hurt by any of this, they were just like, you know, buried immediately. While everyone was cheering, he is being taken to the planet, the <laughs> afterlife planet that Elon will take us all to. There's a video, a great video of a minivan just getting completely wrecked by a piece of debris oh. coming off of this as like smoke just shrouds everything. <laughs> if only it had been a cyber truck. But it's, I don't know. They tried to frame it as a test flight. Looked like it went really bad. They called it a rapid, unscheduled disassembly. Uh, This is their tweet. As if the flight test was not exciting enough, Starship experienced a rapid, unscheduled disassembly before stage separation. Now, that is some PR. That is some really... I mean, talk about taking creative liberties with (laughs) language. (laughs) It's pretty impressive. It's a... So this is my question. Like, there's a scenario that I've been, like, I think a lot of people have probably been kicking around their head that, like, seems like it can't be true because it's, like, just a little too pat and cute. But it's also, like, every day I feel like it seems less and less far-fetched. You know the episode of 30 Rock, The Bubble, with John Hamm, where he's, like, a handsome doctor and former tennis coach? And Liz discovers, like, he can't even perform the Heimlich maneuver or play tennis. And, he's like, so bad at everything. He, he's just, like, he rides a motorcycle, but he, like, can't even, like, ride it. <laughs> he just, like, <laughs> crashes into everything. Because he lives in the bubble, like, a protective barrier of goodwill that follows him around because he's so handsome. Yeah, like, everyone just, he's, they've got, he's got, like, yes men all around yeah, him. exactly. Oh, completely. And, Obviously, that is not what's happening with Elon Musk because he looks like he's had the dark side working on him for the past 10 years. Like, he looks (laughs) like he's like one fifth of the way to what Darth Vader looks like under the mask at the end of Return of the Jedi. But I think there's one fifth of a Sith. Yeah, one fifth of a Sith, baby. The poetry. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like a combination of we. We need, like, I think our part in it is we needed a Tony Stark. Like, we, as all these things were, like, sort of accumulating, like, climate change is going to end the world, and we we needed a Tony Stark to replace Steve Jobs, and we needed, like, some, and we wanted them to have, like, answers to climate change and stuff. And we needed it so bad, we just, like, grafted it onto Elon Musk. We were just like, that is Tony Stark, and mm-hmm. we're going to run with that. Like, that, I think that's a small part of it. Like, people wanted to believe it at first. And then, from a structural perspective, you just have a media that is run by billionaires, and, like, the day-to-day people are mostly people who went to like Ivy League schools with the children of millionaires or themselves are the children of millionaires. And like, you know, they all are super interested in holding on to the idea that like our world is a meritocracy. And so mm-hmm. Elon Musk being an idiot while being the richest man in the world, like is a fatal wound for that myth. And so I, I just mm-hmm. think that he... There's a lot of these structural 
factors that have been leaving him in this bubble for a long time. And I think a lot of people started talking about this when Twitter, when he was just like so bad at running Twitter, like just (laughs) so making decisions that everyone could have told you were like bad. But like now we're seeing SpaceX like just be a complete disaster. And I think people are like, well, I don't see you like launching rockets or anything. It's like he's not doing that shit either. He's just a like figurehead cheerleader who has bad ideas like he like the have it launching a three billion dollar rocket and being like, but we don't care if it explodes is a bad idea. Right. And it could what's, hurt people. <laughs> like, what's the Jeff Goldblum quote from Jurassic Park where he's like, you guys were so oh. wrapped up and think, uh, yeah, figuring out whether or not you could that you didn't stop to think if you should something. You nailed on. it. Yeah, that, thank it. you so much. I have a master's <laughs> degree in movies. Also, <laughs> that was that was your thesis was just quoting. <laughs> that was the last part. Just reciting the dialogue the of yeah. that movie. Start to finish. I have a master's in movie quotes. And <laughs> we, we read Honestly, the defense of your dissertation, and the last question is: Can you remember that one thing Jeff Goldblum said? <laughs> and then I, I was like, Oh wait, what is it? And then blah, blah, blah. And then the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. (laughs) Um, Also, not to bring up Titanic, but I feel like there's a lot of Titanic parallels here where as Mm. like Titanic was being built, everyone's like, it's the largest moving object ever created by man. It's so awesome that we, you know, isn't it so cool that it's huge? It's over 100 feet longer than the Martania and far more luxurious, blah, Mm. blah, blah. And then what does it do? crashes into an iceberg because it's a bird launch yeah. on launch <laughs> on launch on the maiden journey maiden because motherfucking voice the as bill paxton points out in the mm. movie <laughs> the it does the ship doesn't corner worth a damn yeah it's too big with two smaller rudders and it can't turn and hit or like avoid the iceberg in time yeah it's the same thing with this <laughs> you're so busy and that's my other thesis if you could <laughs> his character has like <laughs> such a just like gnar bro voice in that it, it always takes me i'm like oh yeah this guy is the bookend of the of the film just a treasure hunter man yeah one of his more toned down performances because bill paxton <laughs> is usually screaming at the top of his lungs yeah, yeah actually mm. But yeah, I don't know. Do you guys think he's like, because even people who criticize him are are like, I mean, obviously he's a genius. He just sent me a poop emoji for asking why he didn't think to hire a custodial staff for his workforce. But obviously he's a genius, but he's making some questionable moves here. And it's our job to figure out how this is 4D chess. Like, do, is there any chance that he's just an idiot? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, it, it, yeah, seems, for sure. it seems like it might be like it seems weird to be to be like all these people who entrusted him with all this money were wrong, but they right. are all like so steeped in this myth building of like the genius billionaire. And I just think we talk about like Hitler in World War Two, like a lot of like retroactively history wants to make him into an evil genius, but he 
there's a lot of evidence that he was just an idiot who was at the right place at the right time. Like he like right. slept in, he's like on heroin and speed and like slept until noon every day and was uh, just sorry. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like why the D Day invasion worked was because they w- didn't want to wake Hitler up. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just it's not in fitting with the myth that they wanted for him but like history almost needed this evil genius character so they like invented it around this dipshit i'm just wondering if we're like seeing a similar thing happen with elon musk we're just we we will persistently try to make him into a like at least a misguided genius and it's just i i don't think that's what it is at this point i'm gonna i'm gonna break kayfabe here for a second and because Elon Musk is undoubtedly a dipshit, 100%. Okay. But I do think what SpaceX as, a, as an organization or as a company is doing is, is mind-blowing and incredibly important. And while I do think like, you know, the celebrating for these tests, I think that is kind of like, you know, participating in the cult of worship of Elon and being like, oh, it's all good, blah, 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 is a little bit like, "Mm, whatever, you guys aren't really that thrilled that you just blew three billion (laughs) dollars. I do think that the fact that this company that he just happens to be, I don't even, is is he, is he the CEO or is he just on the board of director? I don't even know what the, the deal is. He just put a bunch of money into it. But the fact is, it's like that they invented these, these thrust rockets that get stuff off the ground into space and land back down is sci-fi is actual fucking sci-fi that is amazing yeah, and will that shit is really and, and cool will change yeah. space travel forever. So yes, I am breaking kayfabe here by celebrating SpaceX. It's true, but like he is a hundred percent a dipshit and th- SpaceX succeeds in spite of him. Right. I think what they do is awesome. And I think what they are bringing to spaceflight is incredible despite the fact that he is such a piece of shit asshole that sucks 100% sucks shit he's whack that was a but great SpaceX rules. <laughs> Wait, can That's we lift that for a drop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whack piece of shit sucks shit, sucks sucks shit. shit. <laughs> just, just that whole run by Daniel there yeah no right. I I don't know like that's the that's the thing that's confusing to me is that he mm. is at the front of these companies that are doing interesting things and in the case of SpaceX mm. maybe very important things but he seems to be so persistently just such a dipshit and yeah. I like I guess I had always assumed like yeah he's a misguided dipshit genius something like he has a genius in a certain area but I the idea that history just sometimes needs someone for a role and the person mm. just like goes along with it and they just like keep failing upwards is I I don't know. When you look at how how like there's the great man theory of history yeah. where it's like these great men had these ideas and they like changed everything and then but if you actually look at it it's like sometimes it's just a dipshit getting swept into a very specific lane that they needed them to fill. I think mm-hmm. that is very particularly the case here with Elon because, like, again, pay, uh, PayPal, Tesla, and SpaceX, all companies, none of which he invented or even came up with the ideas for. They're just things that he invested in to the point that he has ownership. Right. Like, it's not like he's the genius. He's just the face of them because he had the money to put into them. And 
the only genius is that he looked at them and said, oh, this, this is cool. Yeah, this is a good yeah. thing to invest in. And for sure. And, and like, that's not wrong. Totally. Those, he, he, that's a good place to put your money for sure. And they are important things despite the, you know, I mean, the Cybertruck is a piece of shit. The quality control on Teslas are absolutely awful. But like the Tesla batteries are cool. The the the, the rockets are awesome. Yeah. PayPal's old, whatever. But like he <laughs> he put his money in the right place. But that's it. Like all he is is yeah. the money. And unfortunately, now the face of these companies. So that that sucks. That I think sucks. every billionaire is very skilled at being a predatory opportunist. Like that is. <laughs> yes. And that yes. is basically all it takes to be a billionaire is like being a very skilled opportunistic predator right. like right. who just sees an opportunity to make more money expand their money triple their money at like an exponential right. rate and just pounce and pounce and pounce and pounce so i definitely i don't doubt that he has a genius for doing that as does every other billionaire it it's just a very boring genius like type oh, of totally. genius that i mm-hmm. i think only gets treat treated something that we're willing to lionize because they are in control of all the media apparatus you know yeah that part sucks yeah that pee pee poo poo to quote my friend jamie (laughs) (laughs) all right let's take a quick break and we'll be right back BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. The future of customer experience is here, and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. 
It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. And we're back. And so is McDonald's, you guys. McDonald's. They did it. They did it. So this, this is being treated as... In some corners, probably just in places that are willing to regurgitate a McDonald's press release, but and, and be like, "This is a news story because we fired our entire newsroom." R.I.P. <laughs> Buzzfeed News. R.I.P. So many. Oh my God. But there. So McDonald's is soon going to offer this. Is being treated like now you can get breakfast all day from McDonald's, which was like <laughs> huge news for everyone. Like that news story was underrated. Like the the when McDonald's went to changing so that you could get McDonald's breakfast every all day every day, mm-hmm. like yeah we that big, that should have been a national holiday. Big things, <laughs> but this is this is bullshit. I'm going to mm. say uh, they're they're going to offer individual packets of Big Mac sauce for McNuggets or just to accumulate and then bathe in. I don't know <laughs> what the ultimate goal is here. You're spoiling my future YouTube content here, Jack. Yeah. Again, I ask, what's the matter with that? Yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> but you you have to order it through the app, which means that this is all about forcing customers to download the app and get access to more data because the entire like all these companies are like, we're yes, you know, when when they get behind closed doors and talk to investors, everything from like credit card companies to you know, streaming companies, they're all like, we're actually data companies. That's what we mm. do. We know everything about customers and we make marketing yeah. to them easier. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I, I don't know. This, this doesn't, I can't imagine, I can't, I can't like mentally come up with the person who is excited about getting access to Big Mac sauce. Or <laughs> am I in the room with one of those people? First of all, I should ask <laughs> <laughs> is one of them present? Personally, no. But Caitlin, well, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't eat really that much meat anymore, and definitely not many mammals. I don't know. My diet's confusing. It's like mm. I eat a mostly plant-based diet, but sometimes I have meat cheat days. Yeah, sort of fine. like the fifth Sith and the camp camp. I love a I love a good <laughs> wordplay. Meat cheat. I love it. So I have my meat cheat days. But um yeah, I mean, but I used to love Big Macs and I gotta say their sauce is tasty, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to go get some. No. I'm not here to say that the Big Mac sauce is not tasty or Big Macs are not one of the great sandwiches. <laughs> I'm just when you have a Big Mac copycat, it is the sauce is identical. Like the right. mm-hmm. it, ketchup, like there's only really a couple of good ketchups. And like for right. whatever reason they can't like nail ketchup other than like Heinz and McDonald's does a pretty good job with their proprietary ketchup. But mm-hmm. Big Mac sauce, everybody's figured out. And so like it's just doesn't seem like a thing to me, personally. 
But it also just feels like a little bit like late in the sauce game for it to be the thing that you're offering when it's like every other burger place has been giving away that kind of sauce forever. Yeah. It's just like, you know, the, the, the thousand island substitutes have been out there for four generations. And, and, and the, it's like, it, I, I don't know. I mean, of course, the Big Mac is unique and the, the Big Mac sauce. It's like that's always been the thing. But it's it's just like it feels so late to, to the game to be like, and here's here's a sauce we're offering for the first time. It's like, I, I don't know. It's just everybody. What is doing this? That 2012? Forever. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> but I will say that, you know, in, in, incentivizing people to use an app has got to be the easiest thing to do these days because people just want to check in on a thing and click a button and watch number go up until the point that it's like, oh, well, I get a free thing now. It's like the Starbucks app is toxic. It is toxic <laughs> at being so good at getting me to buy more coffee so that line go up till I have 150 stars and I can get a free latte. Yeah, I feel like the Starbucks app was engineered by the same people who made Candy Crush. It's yeah. just like, you <laughs> quite literally, how... it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, if you, you gamify something, it yeah. makes it, yeah. The, oh my gosh. The, accountability and inspiration and motivation all that stuff i'm just, the the amc app where it's like if you mm. spend more money on snacks you get five dollars and, and which will buy you like half of a hot dog but <laughs> i'm like yeah i def i need more popcorn so i can get a five dollar reward yes please i mean if it fits it's the, it's the fucked up thing where it's like we have found a way to monetize every part of our lives to the point that i shouldn't say Rather, the companies have found ways to monetize our habits such that, mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm already going to the movies or I'm already going to Starbucks or I'm already going to McDonald's or something yeah. like that. Why not just make it a little bit sweeter of a deal? And yeah. so mm -hmm. I think maybe while it might not encourage new people to download the app, because I think all of us here are like, who gives a shit? People who are already using the app are now using it more being like, oh, they added another deal. Well, la-di-da, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been on the McDonald's app for most of this recording, just checking out, <laughs> just refreshing, <laughs> seeing what's what's new, what the drive through wait time yeah. is at my three closest McDonald's. But Placing orders at different stores, just getting them ready for later. Talking about, like, meat-free and Big Macs, that... Mm -hmm. Like, that seems like the easiest beyond collaborate. I don't know. Have they done that? The Beyond Burger yeah. Big Mac? They did the Mc, they did the McPlant, which was their plant-based uh, plant based patty, which they did for a little while. But and, they didn't do it as a Big Mac, right? No, they did not. Well, they also just discontinued it. It wasn't very popular. The Big Mac patty gets lost. And they, they could, like, be selling beyond patties in Big Macs for a year and not tell anyone. And everyone Probably. would just be like, yep. So that's Same what they shit. need to be doing. <laughs> exactly. So that this is my free advice to McDonald's. Yeah, All exactly. right. And then some free advice for Netflix. Don't shut down your DVD service. I just oh, yeah. remembered you had it now that you're shutting it down and I want to <laughs> use it again. <laughs> this, this is if this if this was a like a marketing scheme to be like we our DVD subscriber numbers have dropped too low. Let's pretend we're taking it away it has succeeded because i like they 
so they, they've announced that they're shutting down their DVD by mail business after 25 years. The DVD, the Netflix DVD library was one of a kind, like over a hundred and a hundred thousand titles. Wow. So many films that just like are not available to stream anywhere. Uh, definitely not on Netflix. Netflix, by the way, has, I think, a total of 38 movies older than the year 1980 and like 92 older than the year 1990. Right. Hmm. So, which... Not a lot. Yeah. Are there even 90 movies before 1990? I, I actually don't know. Uh, the, I don't think I thought they really that's when they started making then. them. Yeah. yeah no. But this is... 92, 93. Like, I feel like I you know, made the switch from doing the DVD thing when I, you know, stopped having a DVD player. And when Netflix still had most things that I wanted to watch, and then mm -hmm. as the streaming wars have kicked off and, like, now you have to subscribe to, like, five different services to still yeah. have access to all the movies that you want to, you used to be able to get, like, on Netflix. I feel like it's... they. I would I would go back to the DVD thing now. Well, here, two things. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I have to preface this that way, but <laughs> I have a very uh, a long relationship with Netflix DVDs where I started getting them like two or three years before anyone else I knew was getting them. I think I started flex uh receiving yeah major brag i liked it before <laughs> it was cool <laughs> i think 2004 because i was like i was a freshman in film school that year and i was like i need to watch movies all the time mm. so i like heard about it and everyone's like what's this new netflix thing and i was getting my three dvds at a time and i was cycling through them mm. really making it worth it and then i had netflix dvds long before DVDs were a medium that anyone was using. <laughs> so, because you still can get a bunch of stuff that you couldn't have access to streaming. And nowadays, if something isn't on a platform to stream for free on the subscription that you have, you can still rent most things for like whatever, four bucks on YouTube or Amazon or something like that. But there are enough things, such as the Super Mario brothers movie 1993 hey. that does not exist it's been scrubbed from the internet you cannot right. rent it buy it stream it it just does not exist sounds Same. like the sort of thing you'd want to do with a movie that predicted 9-11 <laughs> exactly erase the evidence but i would hazard a guess that that movie is available to to like whatever borrow or rent from netflix dvds same thing with Jamie and I and a guest were going to do an episode on the movie 200 Cigarettes. Doesn't exist anywhere. Can't rent it, can't buy it, can't stream it. Hmm. You cannot do that with Crossroads there and other what? movies. Crossroads, you know, the um, Britney Spears The Britney Spears vehicle. classic. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, at least those three movies. and probably Hollywood? <laughs> Why? Why did it get scrubbed? That's hmm. funny. But uh, anyway, all this to say... I no longer have Netflix DVDs, but I kind of wish I did sometimes because there's yeah. things that I don't want to like 
rent for four bucks. Like I had to rent Sausage Party because Jamie and I did an <laughs> upcoming episode on it. And I'm like, the I don't classic. want anyone to have money from this movie. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> but I had to pay four dollars from it. I would rather just like play pay like a lump subscription fee for something and then not feel like I have spent money on Sausage Party. That was a weird way to say the best movie you've ever seen. <laughs> I misspoke. I'm so sorry. I just opened an old notebook from the early 2000s that I just had in my closet, and I had a uh, Netflix DVD in there. So, <laughs> yeah. That they are never getting back. Yeah. I, I did, like, pay for it. I remember paying for it. I was like, I'm being responsible. And, Aww. you know, they, they're otherwise they would have been, like, charging me monthly for the rest of Very my life. Very honest of you. So, yeah. Well, at least at least we know it's not your fault that that, that is going out of business. You yeah. paid your dues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Physical media. I mean, this is a video game I really like called Death Stranding, where the entire thing is about we live in this post-apocalyptic world where now people are like desperate for physical media. Mm-hmm. And this game has pre- like, quote unquote, predicted so many things about like it came I out before the pandemic and how everybody was stuck inside. And the only thing that was available to do outside was be a delivery person. And that felt so true. And the fact that they're delivering physical media and now we're in a time where physical media is just slowly disintegrating. It just feels too. Um, I don't know. It, it, it feels very sad. It feels very apocalyptic and how we're just like losing the things that mm. we have that we could actually physically hold on to and um preservationists people with huge catalogs and huge things on their walls where it used to be like damn why you got all them dvds those people are saying well who's laughing now i still have uh, a binder full of dvds much like that one guy one time said he had a binder full of women <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, why guy. I still have a bunch of books on my shelf. Like, yeah, yeah. I like, I like. Yeah, books made the media. leap. Yeah, books, books never got replaced by Kindle <laughs> because, for I don't know, probably for a number of good reasons. But maybe we should take another look at this. Like, it's it's it, it really feels like the corporations behind the entertainment industry have us exactly where they want us. When, like, you know, just. Dis- or uh, physical media that you could own and consume at home became a thing in the early 80s, they freaked the fuck out. Like, Mm. they were like, you know, when VCRs came out, the, like, studios opposed the home video boom. They started, like, suing. They sued Sony to try and make it so they couldn't make, like, the Betamax, which was the original Mm -hmm. VCR, because they were like, this is going to... We're just losing too much control of like how we display our films and how we're able to like control them and like hold people mm-hmm. hostage to like be able to watch them. And because it wasn't modern America, the corporations lost out on that one. Or I guess they lost to another corporation. So it still makes sense mm-hmm. in modern Did America. you know that porn was largely responsible for home media becoming so popular? Yeah. Yeah. Porn is always at the forefront of everything. (laughs) It's also like built the Internet. It built the home video boom. SpaceX, more like Space XXX. Thank you. You're welcome. I almost made a let's talk about SpaceX baby reference earlier. (laughs) We were in Claire's spiritually. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Caitlin. As always, such a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? 
The pleasure is all mine. First of all, you can. It's not all yours. Well, we'll share. Yeah, we can share. Yeah, yeah, we can share. Okay, okay. How dare you? (laughs) Fuck. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok because (gasps) despite me not being very active on TikTok, I am pretending to try to have a TikTok presence. So (laughs) my username across all platforms is the same, just at Caitlin Durante. You can listen to the Bechtel cast that I co-host with Jamie Loftus, and we examine movies through an intersectional feminist lens. Again, recent episode on the Mario movie from 93, plus many others. We just released an episode on The Woman King, George of the Jungle. The range we have is astonishing. (laughs) The range. Amazing. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's that's that. And is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? So I'm going to plug something that I haven't seen yet, (laughs) which might be dangerous, um, but I'm very excited to see it. And I think it'll be good based on who has made it. But there's a movie coming out. I think it opens on April 28th um, called Polite Society. Mm. Um, I'm really excited. The trailers make it seem like so much fun. It's directed by Nita Manzor, who also created a television show I really like called We Are Lady Parts. So oh, shit. I recommend we love We Are Lady Parts. It's so good. Yeah. We so, talked about it on, on a streaming corner. Uh, it's amazing. So she directed this movie that's coming out, Polite Society. And um, so here I am plugging something that I haven't seen and I'm not sure will be good, but I think it will be. And so I would just encourage people to go to the theater. Come come to this place. For, we come to this place for magic. We come to this, this place, place to laugh, to cry, to care. And if you don't have an AMC, <laughs> you can go to another theater and watch Polite Society. But do wear some shiny silver pants there. Mm-hmm. And yes, and yes. Rare, wear all of your ring watches. <laughs> oh, yes, most certainly. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could see her rocking some ring watches. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. That, yeah. that time that she was clapping, mm-hmm. strangely, and people that were like, time that happening? she was clapping. It, it, was, it was because she had too, much, too many ring yeah, watches on, yes, and she yes. didn't want them clanking together. I get that. Exactly. I'm getting sensitive, sensitive mechanics in those rings. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Daniel. Yes. Such a pleasure having you. Where can oh, people gosh, find me. you? And is there a work of media you've been enjoying? As always, it is a pleasure to be here. Happy to be doing duty for Miles while he is doing dad stuff. You can find me on all the internets at DJ underscore Daniel, D-A-N-L. You can find me streaming on Twitch if this is coming out. This is today is Friday. So you can find me playing uh, this game Control. Uh, which actually kind of has something to do with Havana Centrum, oddly enough, but that's a story for another time. But yeah, I'll be on 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And yeah, let me see. Is there a piece of social media that I really like? I mean, I will say there's just a, a whole oeuvre of checkmark tweets now that are just making me laugh. And one that I like is from a friend and DJ, Dylan Francis. You know that uh, there's like those two mannequins where one is crying, the other one's like laughing, pointing at the other one. Mm. And uh, the crying mannequin has a check mark, and the other one said, "This motherfucker paid for Twitter." <laughs> and so um, that's fun. The the anti check mark brigade is out, and uh, it's not really sharing my own tweet, but I tweeted the "haha shout out." Never had a check mark, gang. Haha, with the uh, crying face covered by the uh, 
covered by the smiling mask thing because uh mm-hmm. yeah i forgot there anyway mm-hmm. okay <laughs> you can find me on twitter at jack underscore o'brien a tweet i've been enjoying abraham josephine josie reisman tweeted dead naming is wrong except for the sears tower <laughs> the sears mm-hmm. tower will always be the sears tower <laughs> and staples center called the yeah and staples center too because that's what yeah. the crypto.com arena now yeah yeah the crypt yeah. yeah the crypt i do kind of like the crypt but it's staples yeah it is staples you can find me on twitter at jack underscore o'brien you can find us on twitter at daily zeitgeist we're at the daily zeitgeist on instagram we have a facebook fan page and a website daily zeitgeist.com where we post our episodes and our footnotes Such where we news. link up to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as a song that we think you might enjoy producer justin connor do you have a song do you think people should hear this is a song i used to hear all the time when we were like pre-gaming or like coming back from a party or whatever back in the day in my in my dj days uh and since you know daniel's here i feel like it was a good opportunity to share this song this is a song called i'm god uh by clams casino you can listen to this track like if you're still celebrating 420 you know 24 hours later or whatever you know it's a very chill song uh it's very versatile and there's a lot to listen to in here so that is i'm god by clams casino and you can find that song in the footnotes footnotes Bam. the daily is like guys the production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows that is gonna do it for us this morning back this afternoon to tell you what is trending and we'll talk to y'all then bye bye guys customer service is essential to your business success and for faster smarter customer experience you can turbocharge your cx results with cx1 the world's most complete customer experience platform from nice It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences. With the scalability and flexibility of the cloud, you can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, This bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst quenching. Uh, Great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors, Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, it made your tummy feel good? That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum-tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.